Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. It is 409 here in Northeast Pennsylvania, 35 degrees and sunny outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. You can call or text the show. Get involved with the conversation at 570-883-0098 on this Friday, January 5th, 2024. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Wayne from Einan on the Godaways. Wayne. How are you, Rob? Good, good, my friend. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year and all that good stuff. And I hope nothing but health and happiness for your family. Uh, I appreciate it. Same to you. Same to you, my friend. Are you prepared for for this uh, snowstorm that's coming this this weekend? (laughs) Are you just going to sit it out? I I, I sprayed some spam on my shovel, so it slides off easier. There you go. They tell me. (laughs) Be careful out there. Slow and steady wins the race. Yes, you got especially, that. Right. Especially okay. at our age, my friend. <laughs> oh, you got well, boy, you have that right. <laughs> okay, here's my comment about the Gataways. Okay, you're looking at what about a million or more in Gataways they're I, talking about? I think yeah, I believe we are. Okay, well you just let in a small military then. You know, or a, a rather large military actually, if you look at it that way. I'm not saying all of them are congelled together, but I'm just saying that there's a quite a possibility there. Like you keep saying that we couldn't have major problems in this country, and I do believe we are. Okay, because of that. Why? Why would you, like I said, why would you not go to a border guard and know you can get into the country? Okay, and you try to get into the country without going to this border guard, border guard, because you know you're going to have free meals, you're going to get free housing, you're going to get. Why would you go the other direction? Makes no sense. In you know, fiscal year 2023, as per the Border Patrol, there were 1.7 million gotaways. Right. I don't think the American people have any idea what that could do to a nation. If you, even half of them joined together as a group, I don't think anybody has any idea. I don't even think the people think about it that way. But, And also, you're talking about the stock market, okay? And... All the counties and senators and everything start talking about, you know, going after the corporations and everything. But they never do because if they do, they lose, they lose millions of dollars, okay, because they're all invested in, in all different directions. Yeah, and as I got the numbers in front of me, I says the, 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 uh, in fiscal year 2023, the uh, Border Patrol recorded more than 2.4 million encounters at the southwest border and more than 3.2 million encounters nationwide. Just this fiscal year, 169 individuals on the terrorist watch list were apprehended, attempting to enter the country illegally, and at least 1.7 million known gotaways have evaded apprehension since fiscal year 2021. Yes, and you think they're all, and I hope you realize the American people don't think they're all here with good intentions. Well, if the 169 individuals on the terrorist watch list were stupid enough to get caught and apprehended, how many do you think of that 1.7 million gotaways are on the terrorist watch list? Uh, I'd say about half of them, at least. Well, I would say at least half. Even uh, if it's 10%, yeah. that's uh, right. what? Almost 20,000? I would go higher than that because. Uh, there's no other reason for them to do that. Absolutely none. 
when you can come across the border, walk up to a border guard, and know you're going to get house-fed and shipped anywhere you want to go. So why would you go the other direction? It makes absolutely no sense if you don't have bad intentions uh, or whatever, or you're on some kind of wanted list somewhere in the world. And that's, that's, that's my view of it, buddy. It is indeed. It is indeed. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we have some change because something needs to be done because what's being done is, is endangering where, every where single one of us. Where is our Justice Department in this? That's all I'm saying. You were you were in the Justice Department. Where is the Justice Department in this whole thing? Oh, okay, I, I I know. Okay, why is the president even in control of all this? Okay, the Justice Department knows this is illegal. These are illegals, and they don't do anything about it. How well, how how is that brought about? Well, a president appoints an attorney general. He pre- uh, appoints the secretary of homeland security. He he appoints a lot of the people who make those decisions, and they've made it so there is no dissension in their ranks. They made it so uh, you know you you shut up and listen. Uh, so unfortunately, the unfortunately, the media who used to keep tabs and keep uh, a lot right. of it honest does not anymore. They right. see things a certain way and they fight to keep it that way. And um, it, it's a shame because, uh, you know, what should be apolitical has become so political now it's be- putting us all in danger. You got that right. It's putting us well in danger. Well, in da- like, like you kept saying, it's going to happen some, somewhere down the line. I, I agree with you. Uh, we're going to and I'm willing to bet it's going to happen in three or four major cities at one time. Okay, to cause mass, mass, mass fear and everything else in this nation. Okay, because as it is, we don't trust each other. Uh, you know, that's the way it is. You know, so you don't trust the government. We don't trust the papers. We don't trust anything. So therefore, three or four or five of these major problems in bigger cities is going to cause chaos across this whole country. Well, just imagine if they had the majority of both houses and could do whatever they wanted. At least now, at least it gets slowed down. Our government is working the way it was designed to, even though they're trying to stop it at every turn. Um, You know, uh, they don't like the Supreme Court. They talk about packing the Supreme Court. Every decision that the Democrats have made, and you go back to the, you know, I'll start with the Harry Reid rule, uh, the nuclear option. You know, they they were warned. Republicans told them on the floor of of Mm. the Senate and the House, don't right. do this. You're going to regret it. Right. You don't want it. When you're right. not in the majority, this isn't going to work out well for you. <laughs> right. Screw you. We're going to do what we want. This is our, we're in charge. Okay. They did it. And we have a current Supreme Court because of that. And they don't like that right. now. So now they're going to change the bar. They're talking about packing the Supreme Court. And then they won't like that when that happens. And, and then they talk about, well, they don't like the Electoral College anymore. They want to do this. They want to do that. You're going to regret the decisions you're making. Because right. you're not always going to be in power, and we've seen how that works both ways. You know what? The, Dem- the Democrats are extremely—they're extraordinarily good at sticking together, but they, yes, are, they are very nearsighted in their decisions that they make. They don't really right. care for the long-term view of things. And you know what? When it comes to America, that's what the only thing we should be looking at—that long-term view. You're right, right. I agree. I'm just saying, where is the where is the American people's brains in this whole thing, Rob? You know, I mean, this is this is a, this is serious to our nation. Okay, you have to think that something's wrong. You bring up why why are all these people being allowed to come in here? Okay, why? Why just what what is the logical reason for it? There is none. 
Yeah, there is none. Exactly. They're bankrupting so Democrat my- cities. They're bank. They're, they're overwhelming yeah, yeah. our medical system. <laughs> they're overwhelming our housing system. They're overwhelming. They're, they're flooding the markets with cheap labor once they get the permits to work, which is uh, artificially going to keep wages low. They're destroying their base, and the base until their base sees it and starts doing something, um, it's going to continue. Rob, you were in the military. I was in the military. Okay. You try to cross any other border in any other nation in this country, you either get caught, you get thrown back out of the country, or you get shot and killed. That's the way it works in almost 90% of these countries. I had a, uh, I had my my wife's brother had a son that was over in uh, Wales, okay, and he extended his visa by three days. They came and got him. That was Wales. They came and got him and extended his visa by three days. They said, no, you can't pack your clothes. They put him on a plane to the United States. They didn't even ask him where he wanted to go. They just put him on a plane to the United States, and then from there it was up to him to get home. That's a true story. No, I appreciate you doing it. I have to correct you. I, was, I did not serve in the military. Both my kids serve in the military, oh, but sorry. I should okay. lost in law well, enforcement. That's okay. Uh, no, that's not okay. a problem. Just want yeah, to put that out there. Yeah, you served in law enforcement. That's the same thing, man. Well, it's okay. close, but that's, not the same. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. thank you for your yeah. service, and uh, okay. hopefully hopefully things friend. change. And, you know, so I, I just got a text message that says, I don't want Republicans in the majority either. Both ways okay. we are screwed. Um, you know, well, it, it's a balanced government seem to have worked best in our history. If you look back at the history, if you look back at the clinton New Gingrich uh, agreements, right. if you look back right. at when... But we're, we, we can't get there anymore. There is no bipartisanship. There is no right. sitting down and working it out. There is so, so vitriol against each other now. Uh, it's, it's, we can't seem to find that common ground, and we need to. Yeah, yes, it's, it's bad when either side has a supermajority power. It, it is. I'm right. sorry. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. There has to be checks and balances. That's what our system was built on. But we are so far gone at hating each other, it's going to take right. something something unusual for us to get back to there. So, well, so I agree with the texter. That's, that's the dangerous part about what I said about having three major things happen in four, three or four cities at the same time because there's no trust. There's no anything. That will turn this country inside out. Okay, everybody, everybody fighting each other about the situation, which we can't correct because we already have those people in the country. We can't correct that situation. We can't even know. We don't even know where they are. You can't go get them. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're looking at a disaster that's going to happen. My fear is we we are going to need to come to close to an implosion in America before mm-hmm. everyone learns that uh, you know there's one direction here, the American way. Uh, yeah. Unfor- yeah. I hope, I hope, and pray that we have the fortitude to get past whatever that is that brings us near that breaking point. And, and it could right. be economic, it could be war, it could be right. civil unrest, yeah. it could be whatever it is. But my fear is, I, I think we're going to be on the verge of of America not existing. And oh, it, yeah. and it's going to take that. And hopefully, could, we could survive that because at this point, it may be the only way we fix things and get better. The Supreme Court's got to make the right decision here shortly. They make the they make the wrong decision as to who gets, and I'm not supporting Trump or anything like that. Okay, they make the wrong decision to go the other direction. 
you realize the chaos that will cause in this country? It will, and let the voters decide who they want in charge, right. not any, not any one person, not any court, not anything like that. Right. Let the voters right. decide. If if if, if that's right. the way they want it, if there's enough enough hate against the guy, then he won't win. Let's let's leave it right. there. Wayne, I appreciate right. you checking in. Hey, thanks, Rob. You have a good day. And take okay, it and like slow said, and steady this weekend. <laughs> best of health and happiness to your family. Oh, don't worry. I'll take it very slow. There you go, Wayne. All right. Thanks for checking take in, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. It's uh, 421 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. And thanks, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. It is bumper to bumper and pretty slow from Dunmore to Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street on 81 southbound. You can expect to dip below 25 miles per hour. We're looking at heavy traffic on North Kaiser Avenue near the Morgan Highway in Scranton. And it seems that there's heavy traffic on East Main Street, Route 11 in Plymouth, as well as Wilkesbury Township Boulevard, Route 309, between Blackman Street and Cole Street. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from uh, Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, sunny and cold, high 35. Tonight, increasing clouds, low 24. Saturday, snow heavy at times in the afternoon, high of 36. 48-inch average. You're going to get more in the east, less in the west. Sunday, show uh, showers tapering off by afternoon, high of 37. Again, snow accumulations are going to be anywhere between 3 to 12 inches, depending on where you are in northeast Pennsylvania. It's uh, 422 here at WILK, 34 degrees and sunny at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 426. 34 degrees and sunny outside. We touched on this yesterday, but let me take the call. We have uh, Bill from Dunmore on the Florida Surgeon General letter. Uh, Bill. Yes. Yes, thank you, Rob. Wonderful content. Happy New Year to you and all the best to your family, okay? Happy New Year. Well, thank you. Listen up, real quick. I want to go over uh, this. This I think it's very important for yesterday. You you were you mentioned um, you were concerned about the vaccines and people. I think should be um, in, are entitled to some uh, good information on what's going on with these. Um, I call them injections. They're um, I call them injections. They're it's gene therapy. What we know we know a lot about these vaccines now. And the, the letter that I'm referring to can be found on the Florida. Uh, FloridaHealth.gov, from a January 3rd letter, Joe, uh, Surgeon General Joe Lapido sent a, um, a letter to the FDA. Uh, you could title it as if you Google it, Florida State Surgeon General uh, calls a halt to the use of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccine, vaccines. And what's concerning about this is that he cites the two, a 2007 uh, report in this letter to the FDA about the dangers of this SV40 that are lipid nanoparticles. Uh, basically, they're laced with DNA fragments, okay? And uh, the FDA reported some concerns about when they mix DNA fragments in these vaccines back in 2007. Well, the response to the Surgeon General in Florida, Joe Lapido, um, was very uh, inadequate, was inadequate, let's just say. And I would ask that people go read that 
and understand it gives you a good understanding of what's going on and what's um what's going on with these vaccines i do it's i have it in front of me now it was sent to me as soon as he put it out on january 3rd if yes. it's something that interests you, I definitely it's on the Florida State Surgeon General website. Like like you said, it is titled the Florida State Surgeon General calls for a halt in the use of the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. Uh, it's it's a, it was posted on January 3rd uh, from Tallahassee, Tallahassee, Florida. And I I encourage people who are interested in that to go read about it and see that that dance on it. That his take on it, and he ends it. He says, in the spirit of transparency and scientific integrity, State Surgeon General Joseph A. Uh, Ladapo will continue to assess research surrounding these risks and provide updates to Floridians. Um, and I may add to this. I may add to this, if I may, that back in January of of last year, uh, Ron DeSantis called for a grand jury to um, investigate investigate what's going on here so and it's been very tight-lipped so it's the way the grand jury is supposed to be like no leaks as you may understand you may as you may well you all we all well know there are no there are no leaks coming from this grand jury which is a good thing we're going to find out i believe at the end of january they're going to they're going to they're going to come out with what uh, their findings so that'll be something to look forward to um if i may i want to add i'm going to take issue to your last caller if i may okay uh, not um, don't don't I, identify anybody, but uh, give me your stance on what you disagree with. No, 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 no. It was regarding regarding what you uh, mentioned about bipartisan I, about about not getting along. I would say that there's a lot of bipartisanship on the debt and deficits, Rob. Like the last you look at the last 23 years and where we've gone with debt and deficits, it's been a lot of bipartisanship going on there. Okay, we over, it's only been going one way. I'm I'm missing what you're saying there. It's it's uh, well, I, I don't see any movement deficit. because we keep we keep uh, extending the deficit. We keep extending the debt well, ceiling. Um, as a matter of fact, it ends in, in two weeks. I have 14 days from now. One one of those cliffs uh, come up again, and they don't seem to be agreeing on mo- pretty much anything as far as bipartisanship. Well, well, what I mean, well, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is the last 23 years since George Bush. Since George Bush was in office, the debt and deficits have only going, been going one way, and that's what a lot of Republicans and Democrats. Um, we got the $34 trillion in debt. For uh, We got there because there was a lot of bipartisanship spending. Oh, okay? oh no, no like, doubt. There, yes, they, they have both yeah. increased our debt ceiling. That, 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 they have yeah. both increased our deficit. That, that's 100%. Yeah. And uh, yeah. until, until, uh, until very— Stringent decisions are made, which are going to include in all of the above. We are going to need tax cuts. I mean, tax increases. Yeah. We are going to need budget cuts. We are going to need uh, economic management as far as how we manage this to get away from it, because we are spending almost a million dollars just in interest, a billion dollars almost in interest on thirty-four trillion dollars. Exactly, exactly. And and I'm afraid I, I think like it's purposeful, and I think we're heading to some kind of digital currency. I think that's the black swan event this year. Um, would be uh, if we ended up being forced to go to digital currency. I I want to th- I want I hope I'm wrong, but I really truly believe that's going to be happening sometime soon. Something big is going to happen with our uh, economy. Like 
a crash of well, some we've, sort? We've already gonna... seen talk of devaluing gold, silver, and the dollar. So, I mean, that's what the other option is. There's talk about it. It's already been floated around, you know, lightly as far as this Bitcoin and all this other things. Hopefully we don't get there. Hopefully it doesn't go there. But like I said, uh, during that call, and again, that was a text message that talked more about the bipartisanship. I conflated the two. Um, right. It's... Uh, I think it's going to take a mass event, and, and and I don't know what that is. Like I said, it could be economic, it could be natural disaster, it could be a war, it could be you know in in civil unrest you know within. It's going to take us to come to the brink of our destruction before we really learn how to to govern ourselves again um, in a balanced way. Yep. Well, thank you for your time, Rob. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you, Bill. You enjoy Have your weekend. Day. Have a safe weekend. You- it's uh, 432 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's the point of the show where we honor our heroes across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 68 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day. Two from here in Pennsylvania. We're going to start with Patrolman William L. Stevens, Altoona Police Department in 1920 was standing alongside the street using a police call box when two vehicles collided at the intersection of 7th and 8th, 7th Street and 8th Avenue. One of the vehicles then struck him, causing him to fall and suffer a broken neck and succumb to his injuries. We have uh, police officer Scott H. Shelley of the Philadelphia Police Department in 1908 on this day. Police officer Scott Shelley was killed when he suffered a fractured skull while trying to stop a runaway horse at 7th and Diamond Streets. He was a nine-year veteran and renowned for his reckless courage. The horse was pulling a carriage when he jumped in front of it and was trampled. It's a trying to pull something else here. Uh, we also had here in Monroeville, and this was just yesterday, Monroeville police officer was shot multiple times by a suspect wanted in a crumble cookie armed robbery. Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Monroeville police sergeant. Started with an armed robbery about a half away, a half a mile away from a couple cookie store. Police haven't identified the officer involved. Or the suspect, they say the suspect is refusing to cooperate with investigators, including giving any ID to who he is. Well, that's just a matter of time. They'll find who out who that is when they run his uh, prints, and as simple as that. We talked a little bit earlier that Joe Biden was, uh, you know, again, giving his uh, annual that it's become rally for January 6th, anti-January 6th, um, you know, telling us three years later how it was such a, a blow to our democracy and, and such and such. And it was filled filled with other lies. Uh, he talks about the police officers that were killed that day. There were no police officers killed that day. Not a single police officer died in the line of duty on January 6th. But here's uh, him at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, just uh, just a little while ago. Over 140 police officers were injured. Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. Because because of Donald Trump's lies, they died because these lies brought a mob to Washington. Well, yes, there were officers injured. 
there are arrests made in that. But to uh, say that they attended a funeral, uh, they attended funerals for officers who died as a result of that day. There's not a single police officer whose cause of death was uh, attributed to that day. And again, um, in an investigation, facts matter. Where did I hear that from? I learned it this week uh, when my, uh, my son turned me on to the Reacher series on, uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime or one of those, Reacher. I highly recommend it. Uh, we binge-watched the first season. But his catchphrase in that is, I guess, uh, in an investigation, facts matter. And for here, too. And again, like I said earlier, you know, it was one day three years ago. We've had over a thousand days of uh, this invasion at the border that he seems to care little to nothing about because he does very little and nothing about or lies about it from the podium of his press secretary's stance or himself where he says, oh, it's the Republicans that turned down all the extra Border Patrol agents. No, all those agents were to process migrants. There was not any money, any agent put inside from preventing them from coming in. It's 4.42 here. Time for traffic and weather. How's traffic doing today? Well, if you're on 315, you might have an issue or so. This traffic update is brought to you by Penteladata Internet. It looks like an accident on 315 heading southbound toward Wilkesbury near Fox Ridge Court. Might be in uh, the uh, Dunkin' Donuts area. Uh, that might be ca- that's causing a backup, so you're going to have delays back to Jumper Road um, in that direction. We also see heavy traffic on 309 in Wilkesbury heading toward the Cross Valley Expressway. Heavy traffic on Highland Park Boulevard. Wilkesbury Township Boulevard is bumper to bumper as well between Blackman Street and. Cole Street, and from Dunmore to Scranton, 81 southbound is moving under 30 miles per hour. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, increasing clouds, low 24 Saturday, snow heavy at times in the afternoon. I think it's coming in anytime between 11 and 1 from what I'm seeing. A high of 36. Looks like 4 to 8 inches is what they're predicting normally. Uh, There'll be a little more to the northeast in our northeast area, less to the west. Sunday, the snow tapers off by the afternoon, a high of 37. And again, your average accumulations are anywhere from 4 to 8 inches. It looks like 10 to 12 inches in that little corridor. East of Scranton, all the way north to the northern tier. Um, if you have anything to do, you want to do it either this evening, get it done earlier tomorrow morning, and be prepared and just hunker down for 24 hours. Take a break. We all could use a break, right? I think everybody, uh, you know, we, a lot of people were off for the holidays, but, well, you're really off? Did you really rest? Did you really relax? Probably not. Well, my, the last of my kids left this morning. The two girls left today. So it's just my wife and I now. And we're kind of looking forward to having the house to ourselves, even though it'll just be the two of us removing snow for the next uh, 48 hours. But it is what it is, right? Enjoy a nice, full, a peaceful night in front of the uh, the fireplace. It's 444 here at WILK. 34 degrees now and clear outside at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 
How many of you recognize uh, that song there? It's from the hit TV series, Starsky and Hutch. Today we lost David Soul, who played uh, Detective Kenneth Hutch Hutchinson on that show, Starsky and Hutch. It's an American television series which consisted of a 72-minute pilot movie that's originally aired as the movie of the week and 92 episodes of 50 minutes each. The show was created by William Blinn, produced by Spelling Goldberg Productions, big in that time, and it was broadcast from April 1975 to August 1979. You can't... Uh, Miss the classic car with the white red vehicle with the white stripe going down the side and the cherry light on top of it. Yeah, I know I you know I was nine when it came off the air, and then there were reruns after that. But uh two Southern California police detectives, Sergeant David Michael Starsky, played by Paul Michael Glasser, and Sergeant Kenneth, or Sergeant, he was promoted, I guess. Sergeant Kenneth Richard Hutch Hutchinson. David Soul. Um, if you do not know, David Soul Hutch uh, was the uh, blonde, one of the two of Starsky and Hutch. Uh, but that's uh, our loss today, today in history. Passed away today. Uh, he was born in uh, 1943 and passed away today. In the law enforcement circles, it's interesting because he's, he's considered, due to his role in a classic police series, as, as one of us. So it's really making the rounds in uh, police circles as far as it goes. So, of course, you know, I had gave Jake the task of finding the Starsky and Hutch theme song. And, again, if you follow me on social media, it's also there along with his uh, photo and pictures. Let's see what else we got. I got some... Uh, Somebody texted in, one day three years ago, you're talking like what happened happens once a month. Are you serious? You said more lies from Biden, but it was Trump's big lie that brought those people there. He lie, he continued to tell. A lie he continues to tell. Um, yeah, he does. Trump says stupid things, no doubt. And, uh, you know, my response to that was interesting how there's not enough evidence to charge him with insurrection or incitement with all the charges he's facing, if what this texter's saying is true. I'm not making excuses for Trump. It's the guy's... <laughs> I'm not making excuses for him at all. Um, yes, he decided to have a rally a few blocks away from the Capitol building. And obviously, with all the charges he's facing... They could not tie him to directly telling people to attack the Capitol. Uh, matter of fact, they have video of him telling people to be peaceful. Yes, it got emotional. Yes, it got crazy. Look at everything else. Let's talk about Trump's inauguration. And again, he says stupid things. His ego gets the best of him often. I haven't even supported him in the primary. So if you want to try and twist me as as one of these Trump guys and making excuses for Trump. No, I'm not making excuses for Trump, but I will talk about what happened that day because I, unlike you most likely, I've literally been in riots. So I know what I see when I see them. 
I know what that was. And if you truly believe that was an insurrection, God help this country because it's not even close. I mean, you are trying to compare jaywalking with, you know, an armed robbery as far as what happened there to a, a true insurrection. I understand. Bad things happen. Absolutely. I also know what I see when I see it. I also know when munitions are fired into a crowd behind barricades. That kind of incites things, too. When tear gas goes into a crowd and you didn't take the wind into the direction and it hits all your own people, needing them to flee from behind the barricades— you give opportunity for nefarious people to jump over those barricades, to rip those barricades, because now there's no longer a line of law enforcement there. I also know when I see requests for extra law enforcement, crowd control from the Metro D.C. Police Department that were denied prior to this even happening. And as soon as those assets were on the ground on January 6th, within two to three hours, this was done. Because the proper assets were there. the prop- And if, don't even bring into the National Guard issue. I'm talking about requests for the D.C. Metro Police, their special operations people, to support the Capitol Police. Those requests were made. They were denied. And as soon as they were there, there's video, literally, of, of a black D.C. Metro special operations police officer screaming on video saying, we were set up. Let them take the building. They were set up. They didn't have us here beforehand. We asked. They requested, They denied the request for us to be here. So, yeah, I look at it at a holistic avenue, not the fact that you don't like Donald Trump. You want to use this to attack, and you want to use this as some measure that that what happened there, which, again, is is for anyone who's actually been in situations like that, it was a moderate riot. Not even close to what happened in Minnesota, Minneapolis, after the George Floyd incident. Not even close to what happened in St. Louis. Probably not even close to what happened in New York City when they were throwing Molotov cocktails in police cars. I didn't see you talking about that. I don't see you jumping up and down when I when there were videos of police officers with blood dripping down their face and all over their shirts. And uh, lawyers are throwing Molotov cocktails into marked police vehicles. So, yeah, if you want to take it all into perspective, if you want to compare apples and apples, let's start doing that. Those were riots, too. Those were riots where a hell of a lot more damage was done, more things were damaged. They burned buildings. They burned—look I mean, look at the, the, the rally across the street from the White House when Trump was in office where they burnt the church in Lafayette Park. Where all the Secret Service agents were injured when they charged the fence at the White House— I mean, we can go on and on and on. Yes, January 6th was a tragic incident. Police officers were attacked. Police officers were injured, but so were a lot of other people. And if you know what you're looking at, if you know how to, to, to break these things down in an after-action view, there were a lot of mistakes made on both sides. And I just named a few of them for you. It's uh, 4.55 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. It's 4.58 here at WILK News Radio. Uh, the texter who was uh, you know, talking about January 6th says, Keep making excuses for Trump. The guy that said the Emmys were rigged when his own show lost. You won't read the Emmys part. It's true. Look it up. It, it absolutely is true. He said the Emmys were rigged. Um, again, 
So your hatred is of that guy, not what truly happened on January 6th. You just don't like Donald Trump. You want you, you it, that's fine. Then stick with that. Don't try and make January 6th into something it wasn't. If you don't if you hate Trump, simply say I hate Trump. I can't stand him. I don't want him anywhere near government again. You're you're allowed to do that. But don't tell a 30-year law enforcement professional what I saw at January 6th as far as a riot goes. It was not an insurrection. I'm sorry. As much as you want it to be, it wasn't. And you know what? You want to talk about the Emmys? I don't care if the Emmys are rigged or not. Uh, I could, you know, I've had a three-time Emmy award-winning actress on this show. I can probably figure that out real quick by a phone call. But do you know you can't be nominated for an Oscar unless your studio meets certain DEI requirements, meaning uh, 50% or more of your studio has to be uh, underrepresented individuals, black, Hispanic, Native American, woman, gay, and such like that. You can't even be nominated for an Oscar unless your studio meets those requirements. Why don't you look at that? That's something to do with the movie industry. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump or politics. It's just the facts.